Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Peace family is 19 Keys with the 19 Keys podcast. You're listening to a high-level conversation. Tap in. All right, a word from one of our sponsors. Make sure you tap into Goldwater Products. After you come listen to the information, you're going to need your memory stimulated so you can download everything in that prefrontal cortex. You want to make sure that hippocampus area of your brain that regulates mood, memory, and learning is fully functional and tapped in. Therefore, you want to tap into Goldwater. They have smart malls, sports malls, vitamin C malls, colloidal silver. They have just about everything that you, your child, and your whole entire family needs to stimulate your brain and your body and to make sure that your immune system is functioning. Before you tap into this great high-level conversation, listen to this song by Tezu Kulando called Goldwater. Peace family is 19 keys with another electrical conversation. I hope y'all ready for this one because it's going to be a powerful one. I went recently to New Orleans and I met a good brother um, and he wanted to have a conversation about manhood. He told me about his show and what he does. And I said, all right, I'm going to warn you because if you do this interview with me, then it's going to be the best interview you've ever done. And I'm not sure if you're going to ever top this. <laughs> so I need your feedback. Please let me know. Please share this one. Uh, his his program is called Know Thyself a Man, and you're about to get the science of manhood. Let me know what y'all think. Make sure y'all DM me at 19 keys underscore or 19 underscore keys on IG. Uh, leave comments. There's going to be video on YouTube if you want to watch it there. I can't wait to hear y'all. Peace. Nineteen keys from Oakland, California. Um, I'm a world changer. I help people change the way that they think and change their pattern of thinking so it can change their world. Um, context on who I am. I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, growing up in Oakland, California, I seen black men who had their own. Uh, most of my knowledge come from black men, you know, and that's a different paradigm than most young men grow up in. You don't learn to first understand about God through black men. You don't first understand about business and real estate and employee and, and, and militant and discipline from other black men and seeing an example of that. But growing up in Oakland, you know, I grew up around um, black Muslim men, to be more specific, that had power and had rulership out in Oakland because of the organization that they was able to put together behind what they spoke and the business structure that they was able to put together behind these solutions that they believe were true. So being able to see that, I know what's necessary. I know the reason that it failed. You know, I know what brought it up. And I know a lot of times that, you know, ego is so detrimental to our progress that even when we have a want and a desire and we put something together, it falls and falters by the wayside because of the ego of men not being able to collaborate successfully. So, you know, I've always been the type of person that was 
given a mission at a very young age, and that's to civilize the uncivilized. You know what I mean? And I've never dropped that mission. And anybody in Oakland can tell you that. And throughout my life and throughout my time, I've never been perfect, you know. But as far as what the mission always was, even when I did my trouble, I still did my good. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm a multidimensional human being as far as um, what I say and what I do. Manhood can be defined by um, characteristics and principles. You know, um, the accumulation of these characteristics and principles evolves a male into a boy and then into a man. One of my definitions of manhood is one who has the ability to manage themselves. So if you look at the characteristics and the principles that is connotated towards manhood, then you're talking about being a provider, right? When you're young, Someone has to provide for you. Your parents provide for you, your mother, your caretaker, whoever they are. They're managing you, right, in order to make sure that you're provided for. So as a man, you have to learn that system of how do I learn to provide for myself? And once you're able to manage that activity, then that's one part of manhood that you got down. Then you learn security, being able to protect your self-interest. You take that and it allows you to execute to where you can protect women and you can protect children. But unless you can protect self, then you can't give that to anyone else. So being a provider, a protector, a producer, a producer is not just your ability to come together with a woman and have a baby. See, a man's mind is his womb and a woman's body is where her womb is. So the greatest joy that a man can have is when he is able to take the production of his thoughts and imprint his will into reality. That is an act of manhood. That is an act of masculinity. That is a, a biological function of having the balance of your hormones and your testosterone correct. That willpower that you're able to produce outward. So in business terms, management is about administering your activities to get to set obligation and goals. So one who is able to manage themselves successfully becomes a man. And I look at that as that's when you're at that man age, when you're able to manage yourself. And that is one of those arts of principles of being a man, being a giver as well. Because as a man, you don't want to be given everything. You know, if, if, if you want to be given everything, that's a boy's mindset. Right. And there's a lot of grown boys that have believed that they've reached manhood by an age requirement. But manhood is not attributed to an age right? Manhood is attributed to those principles and those characters that you grow into, that you mature into. And then it's different levels that you continue to reach. First example of manhood, uh, my father, you know, um, like tough man's man, you know, like, like a, a killer. <laughs> And it was interesting because growing up with him, you know, um, my father's always been somebody that uh, know the proper handling of people. You know, he could be tough, but he know when to be soft and he know when to get things done. You know, it was somebody that I looked up to that I thought was invincible. You know what I mean? Because he was a revolutionary. He was, you know, a, a, a soldier. He was a, a, a captain, you know, if you will. 
um, at this organization in Oakland. And that's how he's always been my whole life. I've always been protected or felt protected in the presence of my father because I always felt that he would do anything necessary in order to protect us, you know, meaning kill and go to jail and, and die for us. And so seeing that example, it sets a like a, a mountain in your head. And as a young boy, you try to figure out, can I get to that point where I climb that mountain and I feel like I've, I've become like my father or greater? And a, a, a boy's journey is always that climb up to that mountain to figure out if he can conquer this mountain and become better. So, you know, my father has uh, many defaults, but he, for his defaults, I was able to learn so much about myself from him as I was able to study him. You know, my parents' marriage didn't work out. And uh, uh, I remember having to evaluate my parents as like people and not like my father and my mother, but remember like, oh, this is a man. He didn't have his father. Right. So a lot of things that he dealt with and raising us was because of the lack of programming that his father set and that leadership. And that was important for me to be able to examine in my teenage years. And once I was able to look at them as like, this is a man and this is a woman, they're not perfect, but they came together in a situation. My father, you know, uh, with my mom had nine children, you know, uh, six boys, two girls, uh, well, seven boys, two girls, including myself. So, you know, in that function, there was a lot that was going on. And I just always remember being able to look at my father as an example of what I believe a man's man was, somebody who commanded the room, who got respect who I've never seen, you know, have a, a weak moment in life besides one time when his, not a weak moment, but his, his brother died. And that was the first time I ever seen him cry, you know, and there's so many pivotal moments that you go through in life when you have the ability to examine your father, you know, he wasn't always there, but when he did, when he was there and I can examine him, I know what parts and what weaknesses I got for him and what strengths I got for him. And that's so important because when you know what you inherit from your parents, then you know um, what pitfalls may exist. It's like if your parents was a drug addict, you need to know that. So you will know whether you have that in your DNA and it's hereditary where you can fall down that same thing. Or do you have to apply extra will and discipline to make sure you don't go through those pitfalls so that your son doesn't inherit that same DNA? So being able to study your father allow you to conquer that and become a better man. The way I look at my father is like, I think he was like the essence of masculinity. But what I was robbed of was an example of understanding the feminine aspect of masculinity. Because he was so tough and rigid. And I never like, as a youngster, I'd never seen my father, like I say, have those weak or those those moments of expression like that. You know, he, he, he didn't speak much in that essence. He just showed us much. So I had to develop my own understanding of what divine masculinity was. Divine masculinity of the higher mind. Divine masculinity and in interpreting that there's a feminine aspect of all men. And the conquering of that feminine aspect is what pushes you to that divine aspect of manhood and masculinity. So learning that, and being able to effectively um, reason with your emotions is very important because a man 
you know, in the conscious area is right here. That's it. That's the man's mind and the engendered brain. Right. So the man is masculine, meaning that he's conscious, rational, mathematical, logical thinker. The subconscious area is that female brain engendered that womb. That's the seat house of emotions, control of memory and, and learning and things of that nature. Now, when one becomes emotionally compromised, you have to be able to rise above emotions. I was always taught rise above emotions into the thinking of a God. Right. And man is mine. So when an individual is able to interpret that feminine aspect of self, because anytime you're dealing with emotion and expression is feminine, people attribute feminine to woman, right? Because she's wholly feminine, right? You attribute masculinity to male because he's wholly, you know, masculine. But we, we have both of those sides within us. Art is expression. That's feminine, right? Writing expression. That's feminine. Most of those different things, those are feminine expressions. But see, when man doesn't study woman, then he doesn't know that part of himself. So he doesn't know how to logic and reason and rationale with that emotion. So what he does is he uses his masculine functions in a feminine manner. Right. And he thinks that that's masculinity. So I had to learn that for myself going through experience in life because I didn't I wasn't able to interpret that from my father. So I had to just go on that journey of self-knowledge and develop that for myself because my father was probably my greatest example. So was my older brother. So was Minister Lil Farrakhan. That's a, that's a heavy question. The most important lesson because there's so many lessons that I learned. But as I search my mind, I'm trying to think what comes up as the most vital piece of information you need to know as a man. And I think that, you know, as a man, what you study and in a lifelong mastery of who you are is all about the study of self, you know. And of course, that goes for men and women, but for a man to be able to study every aspect of himself. You know, to be able to study your emotions, right? Your mind, the way you move, the way you think. Like, and that interpretation of studying yourself is what builds self-knowledge. And I always say that the only time that one could consider masculinity toxic is when it's not backed by a conscious identity or self-knowledge. And in that aspect, it's important to understand for me as a man that you have the ability to transmute yourself into a God, right? But that has to come through self-knowledge. And all throughout your life, you are supposed to constantly be studying self. People are in a constant state of looking for external sources. But man is mine. Man is God. And as you study self, then you study that internal universe. You study everything necessary to allow you to be successful. You understand why you don't it don't work in business, why it don't work in relationships, why it may not work in religion or why those things are successful. And that interpretation allows you to understand how you interact with the world around you and how the world around you interact with you. But you also understand that if everything is made by man and you are a man, then you get to design the world for yourself. So it's understanding that, you know, you follow only to lead. Right. You don't follow to continue to follow. You follow to lead at one point in life. 
But if you don't study self, when you get with someone else, you won't be able to treat them correctly because you don't really know self. So you can't really know someone else. You can only know someone as far as you know yourself. You can only know the world as much as you know yourself. All right. So a lot of times we may make up, take position and ignorance and arrogant and 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 uh, and say, you know, the white man is the devil. But what is the point of him being the devil of you not being a God? You know, so for me, it's more so about internally interpreting and understanding your power and your position. We spend too much of our time begging for things that we can give ourselves. We spend too much time. Let me get freedom when empower yourself and give yourself power. You know, the reason we love the Black Panthers so much because they ran on power and they ran on actions and they also ran on intellect. It was a smart movement. People love the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because as much as the talking that he did, and he talked about astronomy and business and all these different things, he first gave the man knowledge of self. That first thing he had to shift in their mindset was, wait, wait, wait. Y'all know the white man, not God, right? <laughs> and that that reversal right there changed the trajectory of the world forever. But there are still men who don't know themselves. So I believe that self-knowledge is the greatest journey that one can go on for the rest of their lives because you're limitless so there's a lot to discover mm. you know um sadly we have this this idea of toxic masculinity, right? And the idea of toxic masculinity more so comes from white patriarchal or white matriarchal intellect. And we use that as a way to view ourselves. But nobody in that same intellectual forum never discusses what is correct masculinity, what is the masculine divine. You know, one of the ultimate achievements in a man's life is his ability to produce a family. That would be him as a provider, protector, or producer. When a man is, is at the head of his family, right, then it showcases that he can be a leader. That's why every leader has to have a, a, a family before they can run an office for the most part, because you, when you can run a family, that is a microcosm of a nation. So in that aspect, when man think about the ultimate aspect of him getting to that point of being a man, he got he to gotta get to that point where he produces a family, right? So a man cannot become into the full production of himself without a woman because she brings out part of him, right? That is his potential that she helps makes kinetic. A man is one who has a big vision, right? But the woman is the details. She helped him pull out the details and the vision to produce it. So if a man wants to get to the highest level, the highest version of himself, the ultimate production, he has to become a family man to be able to lead a woman, right? To lead these children. But then it's, under, it's understanding that the woman is also equal. That is a different level of interpretation of your own masculinity because it's also putting it into the reflection that I don't have to minimize anyone to maximize myself. Right. So when you understand like, oh, she's equal to me. 
we side by side and we build and we run this. Yes, I lead her, but she helps me lead. So I, she's helping me become a better leader to even be able to lead her. So how can I come in with this construct that I'm good enough to do whatever? No, she she shows me what I need in order to push us in the right direction. So a man that I think the ultimate production and the ultimate uh, potential of being made kinetic is him becoming a family man, right? That's the the healthiest version of masculinity that we see in production in our society. You know, we like, damn, that brother take care of his children, his wife, they're happy. We say that's that's healthy masculinity. You understand me? And it first starts with being able to take care of yourself properly. And you know, the 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 the, the I'm gonna speak directly in context of the black family, because unless the the man is masculized in that manner, he will never want to lead someone else. There's a lot of men nowadays that want to be led. They want to be led by women. They want to be led by the men. And not everybody can be the shepherd. There's sheep, shepherds, and wolves, unfortunately. And so, but you have to come into terms, and that's why self-knowledge is important. If that's the road that you want to take, for one, no man should be led by a woman, right? Unabalaji Muhammad, or Minister Louis Farrakhan rather said that, when, you know, a woman has to lead a man, he becomes one of her children, right? So, this is monumentally important because it robs you of your nature. This man's nature to want to lead, right? But we live in an environment that's totally corrupt from our nature. So it doesn't allow us to produce our nature. So that's why man is given religion and man is given rules so that if you live by these rules, then it allows you to live in your nature in an environment that's corrupt from inception. So when you see a man that wants to be ran by a woman, it's because his environment has corrupted him from those responsibilities that's naturally ingrained into his genetics. To want to be able to lead, to want to be able to hunt, to gather, to think for himself and produce his will. Because what is the point of you having this masculized biological function of a body and a mind if it's not utilized within its nature and its construct? So the construct, when you look at man, woman, child, that was based on the nature, right? But we look at it based on society. And so therefore we want to be in a constant state of destructing everything, but we never put anything better in place. When Nipsey also went out to uh, Eritrea, he said what he had observed was that the people would eat at prescribed times. And at those prescribed times, everybody had to stop everything that they was doing. And he said it was so beautiful because He's seen where it was a culture that was created over time, meaning that this had to be the best one because it beat out all the other ones that they tried to construct because this had to be the one that built the best foundation for them. It allows you all to get to know each other, to build actually family units, right? And I think about that when you're talking about constructs. A lot of times we get to this, get in this bag of arrogance that we, because we are in this so-called future of 2019, right, that we know better than our ancestors, even though they constructed based off experiments of understanding our nature, like, oh, the man is best suited here, woman is best suited here, and these internal parts will allow it to blossom. So when you do things that are, when you live in an environment that's perverted from its nature, then those parts won't play in synchronicity with each other, and they won't be able to flow. So the outcome won't be success. And the way you can determine that is you look at the next generation. You look at the children. 
So if the children aren't successful, then what produced those children was successful and that construct that they grew up under wasn't successful and that wasn't correct. I think that goes directly to leadership competency. Um, community development is directly related to self-development. And as you design yourself in reality, you get to design yourself in a manner to where you lead people by example. The best way to live a life as the most honorable man is to lead by example. You can tell other people what to do, but if you are not aligned with that word, then that's hypocritical. But a man that is aligned with what his word is and what he wants the world to be, that is a man living in the full potential of his presence and his design. Because it's saying that we should be united. So he goes and seek unity with others to show them an example of what that looks like. He said that we should do business. So he goes into entrepreneurship and starts business. He said that we should treat our women correctly. So he goes in to show you how to get into a uh, healthy relationship with a woman. He leads by example because any of those who watch him can be led to that same example, that same goal. So leadership competency deals directly with impressioning people through leadership, through example, and providing that image to be seen and not just be heard. So some other people, you know, men that don't want to lead by example, they have to try to incentivize you to get to that thing. It's like if somebody paid you to try to be a better man instead of showed you by example. Or they, they, they're they trying to convince you like, yo, but if we just do this, it'll get us this way. But they're not showing you an example of it. You know, that's that's indirect manipulation. So for me, when it comes to, you know, uh, community development, uh, a man that wants his community changed must be the change in his community. And then his community can start reflecting that change that they see from him. The same way a person that wants to change the world should be the reflection of the change that they want to see in the world. So for me, that's how we tap in as men and we just lead by example. That's the best leadership ever. It's a wrap, bro. Tap in. This is not all the destiny, all the destiny, all the destiny. Creators manifest with me, manifest with me, manifest with me. I create my reality with the thoughts that I think. I create my reality with the words that I speak. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.